Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at UH1.com. Welcome to the Love HQ podcast. This is a place for women who want to explore love, sex, dating, and relationships through an unconventional approach of ditching the normal dating advice, prizing yourself as an individual, and listening to expert interviews from all different walks of life, focusing on how you can get more in touch with yourself as a person, develop better relationships, and live life on your terms. Hello, my name's Hayley Quinn, and welcome back to another episode of Love HQ, where, bold claim... This is the only place where you're going to hear the truth, the whole truth, and nothing about the truth about dating, sex, love, and relationships. So if you are constantly trapped in a cycle of, you know, hanging out with all of the worst partners, ending your relationships in calamity, basically finding no one to date anyway, you're like, why are you talking about relationships, Haley? I can't even find a good date at the moment. Or struggling to get past date one, two, three, four, and five with someone that you actually like, and you're hearing terrible messages saying things like, this is the message you need to get the other guy, to get the guy you want back. Or you'll be needy if you say this to him. If you're approaching dating and you are confused, you welcome home. I'm going to sort this out for you. My um, said, my name is Hayley Quinn and I have been a TEDx speaker, coach and main YouTuber in the world of dating relationships. And I've helped loads of women and also lots of guys as well in their quest to find love. Joining me on the show today is the awesome Charles Rare, also known as Rare Thoughts. Uh, Charles is the co-founder of Subjectivity UK, a therapist and writer. And he's here in the nicest possible way to help me kick your butt and help you to understand how you are actually the epicenter of power in your life. And if all your relationships are spiraling out of control, there's just simply a better way that you can approach things to make things go more smoothly so welcome to the show Charles thank you for having me today Hayley I was just <laughs> saying um before that we just let, literally come off having a podcast of our own haven't we yeah right exactly so <laughs> it's a very sunny day in London and so when Charles turned up I was like let's go hang out on the balcony uh Charles also encouraged me to have sparkling water mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. I was offered gin initially yeah. but um I offered, uh, politely I declined <laughs> Politely decline. I treat all my guests in such a nice way here at the Haley Quinn household. Um, so, what Charles, why I met Charles through it actually is he runs this, well, co runs this awesome group called Subjectivity UK, which I spoke at uh, a few weeks ago, which analyzes all different issues from a perspective of debating them, challenging perspectives, pulling them apart. And so I was like, okay, I've got to get this guy on the show because I actually think that the messages that you hear most of the time about love and dating disempower you and you know what's even worse about them is they come in a really sneaky form because often in the language that we use and our broader media like movies you know like the movie where the guy is really like unavailable and a bit rubbish and is seeing two women at once and 
you, but you still kind of want him to fall in love with the female protagonist yeah. and them to run off happily ever after. Exactly. And no, it's not a true reflection of life, is no, it? No, they, they need like, you know how sometimes you get the person doing sign language on signing you need somebody in the corner just analyzing this and going this is never going to end well this yeah. is not going to turn into a good and beautiful relationship and so one of the interesting things i think we that we discussed accidentally off the podcast was the fact that actually women have are so empowered and the fact they don't realize it a lot of the time it's because what's being you said i think you said throw a veil over it was your expression yeah, yeah. i think um what i was saying also is that the oppression that's currently happening with women right now is no different than racism. It's just right now it's a lot more subtle. Right. So there's a veil being thrown over the empowerment of women and their, their personal evolution. And um, I've only, I always personally believe that that can only occur if they believe that you are already powerful. Because mm-hmm. why would you try and break something down that isn't going to sort of, it doesn't serve a threat to you, isn't going to sort of make you feel um, fear, you know, threatened. So yeah, if something is so powerful, why would you need to bring it down? Well, I think one of the funny things and the main feminist discussions at the moment is how language can trap us. And the thing about it is it's so sneaky, uh, you don't really see it coming. So every time you read that post which says, you know what, if you communicate your true feelings to this guy, you, you've got to be careful, otherwise you'll scare him off. Mm. Or that might make you needy. Now, if you look at that objectively for a second, instead of getting afraid, you start to think, hang on a minute, so that means that if I honestly express what I need and want to feel happy and secure in this relationship then I'm chasing him away so my expectation of relationships isn't that someone should be supportive of me or should listen to me or should spend their time investing in me it's in fact that um, it's in fact that I should expect that if my real feelings are communicated that either I lose the relationship or that someone reacts negatively or dismissively yeah and you know what I, I personally feel like the way someone reacts to you isn't necessarily the most important part um, but it's more so that what that's saying is that I have to change and mm-hmm. that person has to remain how they are. So that mm-hmm. person can be the worst person in the world for you, but I have to sort of change to sort of cater and to be more accepting and opening to his behaviors rather than sort of say that, you know, actually my behaviors are just as important. My feelings are just as important. And um, it, opens up the, it opens up the discussion or the question is to say then, well, you know, if I am, this is who I am, I am my feelings to, to, to a particular degree, then what does it mean that, what does it mean if he can't handle that? What does it mean that if he runs away or he, he acts negatively towards so it's I feel like it's saying a lot more about the person than it is saying about you mm-hmm. exactly and I think you have to be very 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 conscious that if you are maybe dating someone you try and communicate your feelings honestly that sometimes you know people cannot be the best at handling them be very wary of someone who tries to minimize your feelings by saying oh you're just getting overly emotional or you're being anxious, or why are you behaving that way? Because they're not actually addressing what you need to make you feel good. They're just simply saying, oh, it's not my fault. Yeah, they've made a big assumption. You know, they've made an assumption. They're saying they're they're trying to define your feelings for you. And in some respects, that can be fine. But then there's a difference between the person that comes along and says, but okay, why do you feel like that? Um, Tell me what I can do to help improve this feeling that you're experiencing and if, if you're not getting that openness from somebody then you know you're going to get the reverse which is the closeness the you know i'm not a part of your feelings when to be fair that person could be the person who's um who's causing that they could be the at the center of why you feel the way you feel right often you know if you're feeling insecure 
get this there's a reason that you feel insecure no, yeah for real <laughs> yeah. and there's something that you can do to make yourself no, feel more secure no, no one's having that type of discussion this is the thing I, you know I, I was even talking about it today on my social media platforms I was like insecurities is really has become a very profitable tool, profitable um, thing in today's yeah, society absolutely. you know we've got um, beauty companies uh, music food companies that basically um, you know they, they sort of exploit our insecurities and it's so much to the point where we become numb to it we're like mm. saying that okay I do have this security but you know my beauty is the thing that's most important here so yeah like you know you don't even see how insecure you are because the society's told you to cover it up and all they said through covering up they've taught you how to cover up your emotions yeah completely and I think the part of it is being just having the expectation really that someone's not going to listen to and accept your emotions or accept you and I think acceptance is one of like the core things you need in like that happy relationship where you can actually say what you're really thinking and feeling and know that the other person is going to be strong and secure and will will listen to you and actually won't minimize your feelings or won't disregard them or won't move away from the issue and also be while I'm on this subject and I'm going to complain about this as well be very very cautious of people who issue broad disclaimers when you start dating them like you know what just so you know I'm not sure if I'm ever going to be ready to commit I'm not sure if I'm in the right headspace this is now not your job to kind of prove yourself to them mm, or convince yeah, exactly. them That's or it. like make them feel secure enough that they'll like you. You should just be like doing like, wow, this guy doesn't even know me yet. And he's already put a disclaimer up, which effectively says, I'm not responsible for any of your feelings. If you get attached to me, if you get drawn into this, not my fault, not my problem. I like to ask the question as to like, why, why, do, we, why do we have that sort of, or why are some women drawn or compelled to sort of um, stick with a person that actually has that disclaimer? I guess it could be seen as um, confidence, like he knows what he likes, which even if it's not what you like, it's almost <laughs> like he knows what he likes. So that is attractive, you know, um, it has charisma behind it. Um, but there, there are sort of other questions I feel like we need to ask is like, Trudy, why do you feel compelled to that? I feel like there's, there's a discussion that could lead to the nurturer aspect of a female. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where they feel like okay cool they can instinctively or innately capture how his experiences might have led into the place he is now absolutely and you know what some guys actually actively know this and they'll give some backstory exactly. like exactly they'll oh, give you that story I was uh, I was I was cheated on in the past my heart, I'm still not ready to give my heart to anyone <laughs> again and then you're like oh let me become that person I'm going to cater to that I then want to be the person you do open up to there is also the other woman who says, okay, cool. Well, when you're ready, <laughs> or if you're ready, you know, I'm not going to say I'm going to be around, but when you're, when you're in that position, maybe we might cross paths again. So what is the difference between those two people? Mm-hmm. And, and I love to explore that element because, you know, there are, there are too many um, people who just openly say, okay, I'm going to follow this. I'm going to go with this. And then at the end of it, you're like, ah, oh, man, why did I ever do that? But mm-hmm. hold on, you made a decision. Why did you make that decision? Because the only way you're going to stop yourself from making the same decision again is understanding why you made it in the first right. place. Right. And this is what we're talking about as well, because you've got a, a workshop coming up, right? Yes. And do you want to give the title? Because it's epic. Yeah, so the title of the workshop is Letting Go, But What If The Past Is Holding On To You? And um, this workshop, I've, um, you know, I have a, a, a quite a following in a community on social media and Instagram, Twitter, and I've, um, I've, I'm, I'm very, very for empowering women in the right way, right? Because there are a lot of ways that people, women are being empowered, which are mm, a bit of dead ends, right? And um, this is all about trying to create a community amongst people who can, because it's open to men as well, but I, and I know there's going to be a lot more women that come because the women seem to be the people who actually want to make change, whereas men are really more 
or stuck with their ways. They don't want to change. Um, and this isn't for all men or all women, but the vast majority, that's what the consensus is. And Because um, one of our other balcony chats, right, was about the past and past yeah. relationships and how you could kind of keep engaging with them yeah, or they keep yeah, coming yeah, back yeah, from the course. dead. And, um, and how also like social media, in fact, gives us an unprecedented opportunity to cling on to the past. Yeah, it's almost like they always hang around. You know, we're so accessible these days. You know, before, once you broke up with someone if, and if you no longer went to the same school, you're not going to see them again. Unless you, yeah. <laughs> but now social media gives you the, um, the opportunity to, you know, stay in connection. Um, it's almost like we, we have this rope and sometimes people delete numbers, but you know, you consciously know you're still going to be able to allow them to see your activity on social media. And we're playing so many games this day, these days. So, um, there is there was a what was what was it we discussed we discussed the the relationship. All oh, right, yeah, so yeah, I'm gonna go there. I'm gonna go there because you know I like to be candid on this yeah, podcast. Yeah, it's like, whatever, good to be. it's gonna. <laughs> well, you know what? Like spuriously out of the blue, um, I had. Am I gonna say this? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> go for it. Go for it. I'm going for it. I'm going for it. Well, I said it to you, so I might as well say it to all my female listeners as well, and a couple of the guys that are chiming in. Um, I actually had a former partner contact one of my friends um, a few days ago, and it spooked me because um, it's a bit weird. It's like that blast from the past. You know, it's like, oh my god, I thought that was dead. It's like a zombie invasion in your life, but also one that carries a, a lot of emotions with it because it's not like I'm a uh, made of like stone I went ah oh, hang on because I, suddenly that those feelings of love and affection and memories just, just rushes back in yeah, yeah really helpfully late on a Tuesday night or something <laughs> Um, and then, you know, I slept on it and I had to have a think and I was like, okay, so let me pull this apart a second. And this is what I love to do, by the way. And I would so recommend any of you, if you're in that situation, don't react when your head is going, yeah. instead sleep on it, chill out, have a think and start to actually dissect, it. dissect the yeah, thing. And understand it. Yeah. That's it. Because you know what? On paper, it's like, oh, wow. He's still thinking about me after all this. This is what my head was saying. Still thinking about me after all this time. Maybe we were supposed to be together. Yeah, exactly. Because that's that's the Hollywood diagnosis of what's happened, but it ain't the truth of what's happened. And and obviously, if that's what you think is going on, oh my God, that sounds so alluring, doesn't it? It makes Mm. you want to re-engage. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And re-establish that connection that maybe shouldn't have ended. I need to save this so I can save myself, you know? Yeah, and there's, oh, because there's only one person that could ever make me happy, and it's that dude. Yeah. So what we were thinking about is really, you know, when you get something like that, and it could be like, I don't know, somebody, an ex likes your picture, or you get an email from them or something out of the blue, I would just be really cautious about getting sucked down like the romance rabbit hole and instead see it because sometimes, and it's not like people go around doing this consciously plotting and scheming. I think it's just in our nature that when you've had a really strong attachment to someone, people often still like to feel attached and yeah. they can't fully let go Absolutely. of that bond. And yeah. it's almost like, a, it's like you said, that little rope of control and distance that occasionally someone just pulls on your... Tugs it and just, just throw your emotions in disarray and you know make them feel that like they still have this control over you. And yeah. in, in most cases, sometimes they do, and, and then they, they can leave. It's, it's almost like that's what feeds them, right? You know, at times. And there's the other area we spoke about, which is it's like the, I have to say as well. It's like because what happens if they tug on your rope and then you come out from behind the door and go, "Hey, hey!" All they're gonna do, I swear, is go, "All right, cool, got what I wanted." Yeah, it's See almost like what did you say? It was like distance control. Right? Yeah, distance control. Yeah. So they do it from a distance, and then you know they try and see 
what is it you're going to really do? And, and if, 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 you, if, you don't, if you reject them, well, they're still protected because they did it from a distance. But that's why they want you to come up close first. Like, yeah, because you, you take you the are, risk. Right? Exactly. Yeah, you take the risk. And bear in mind this as well. He ain't knocking on your door. Is he? He's not knocking on your door with a bunch of flowers. He's doing something like like Which means that, you know, that highlights the, the indecision and, you know, the yeah. indecisiveness nature that he has at, the, at that time. Because there are times that like, a guy, if he really believes in something or anyone in this, uh, in, in that, for that matter of fact, they'll go all out. Right. They'll go all out and they're ready to fail. And they won't even perceive it as failure because they, they believe in that moment, this is what it's meant to be. And whatever does happen will happen. Man, I would, I would love an all out guy. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's not too many of these we need guys to, around. We're, we're gonna, you know, I, for all these, you know, I do a podcast for guys as well, Attraction HQ. That's what we're going to talk yeah, we're about. Gonna talk, just, we're that's gonna, we're the, that's the subject. That we're going to touch on that because it's really important. Because I think sometimes, also, I think as women, it's so awesome to get that sense of you know. That's I think part of what creates stability and security for us. Is you want that intention. You want to go, yo, okay, this guy's actually putting his chips in. He's willing to take the risk. And sometimes I think. We, by the time we reach adult life, we're so, you know, not from all thought of our own, but riddled with insecurities and self-doubts yeah, and fears. we don't fears. want to take no risks. No. No, we just, we just want to sit in security. We want to sit in our comfort zones. And, and going off what you were talking about, that whole attachment, I like to um, consider it or title it residual attachment. And it's, it's basically the attachment that's just not gone yet. And sometimes you don't know why you are still attached and compelled to speak to someone. In, um, but what I think is um, that you're actually attached to is not the person per se but it's the experience mm. and the lessons that you've left behind and this is a, something I go into my workshop about and what the experience is it's a good understanding that your experience is not the lesson like there are so many people on social media has taught us and the internet have said like you know everybody learns from experiences this and that it's you know love yourself all these things <laughs> that sound great so and awesome. we're like yeah, yeah great but then it's like how? I'll just love myself how more. do I do that <laughs> you know how do I actually do that and, and it's understanding what it is so the experience is not the lesson mm. and but what the experience is is that it provides you with a lesson but that doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to take the lesson once you know once the experience is over so there are times where you're feeling attached or you don't know why you can't move on and that's simply because Back there, you've left the lessons behind and you almost have to backtrack. That doesn't mean speaking to the person, but it means reflecting on your experience. I like that. I think that's a, po- a very, very positive way of viewing an attachment to the past and to think, actually, as I almost saw it, this, this particular instance, I've, in my mind, I managed to frame it in that way. I was mm. like, okay, this is almost like there's a little mini test here. And it's almost like uh, life has popped up and gone pop quiz okay. on attachment. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have to think. And I was like, okay, I was like, think this through, think this through, think this through, think this through. And sometimes you have to kind of rejiggle your brain to make yourself see the problem in the right way. Because what it, appears to be on a surface level you'll be thinking oh maybe i missed out on something or maybe i still love him blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. unlikely to be what's really going on there so exactly. i like that dig into the why you have to dig into it you have to take a step back and just look at all the pieces imagine you're in an art gallery and you're looking at a, a big painting but your nose is touching the painting <laughs> there's only so much you can see and what your eyes can see within that mm-hmm. peripheral is that oh my gosh he's back on this connection it's meant to be but if you take a few steps a few steps back you start to see more and you're like hmm actually what does that mean what does this mean what does that mean there's so much more you can take from it and I feel like reflection is something that a lot of people 
are missing out these days. We mm. go through life and life is so fast. Like the, we're in the age of technology and things are happening just like that. And um, we need to now actually take control and slow things down for ourselves. And I, I recommend with a lot of my clients is like, you know what, every Friday or every day, whatever you pick a day, reflect on your week. And allow this to become something that you're doing so frequently that eventually it becomes quite instinctive. And then you can spread it over a month or so. Yeah, I always advocate, you know, like, don't go out on a rubbish date, save a night of the week to go lo-fi. You know, turn the computer off, turn your phone off, do something mindful, whether it's like maybe cooking a really simple meal or just sitting there, being with yourself. And then the answers are always just waiting in front of you. Absolutely. And you know what that is? It's meditation. We've got Mm -hmm. this whole idea around meditation that's sit down, you know, put your legs together, and you know start humming and and try and enter yourself and this is very difficult but everyone is meditating on a daily basis the reason why some people uh, find it difficult to sit down in their room alone is because the noises get so much louder right, right? and there's those voices are it's almost like your inner self is trying to communicate with yourself and tell you what needs to happen what hasn't been done all the unresolved mm-hmm. issues so you're already meditating subconsciously but then you're choosing to pull yourself out of that so you yeah. turn on music you go out um, and we need to meditate on a daily you can do that on you know you can cook and meditate yeah, cook and think about. Or have a nice. What I like, it is I'm, a, yeah. I'm up for a walk as well. Have a walk, walk and have thing. a bath. You can make it as 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 comfortable as you need to be. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to promise you that the, the process is going to be comfortable, but the end and the results will yeah. be something that you'll be. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. With. Yeah, and that's what I always advise as well. So if you hit that, like you're having a conversation on the phone and, you know, with a guy that you're seeing or somebody else that's important to you and something about it just throws you off and it's almost like you can't quite put your finger on it, but there's just a knee-jerk instinctual reaction. You know, your stomach starts to twist. You don't feel so comfy. In that moment, like I've learned this, it's like the best thing that you can do is you can go, okay, I, I even communicate it like this. I start, sometimes I'll just say, I was like, you know what? I'm feeling a lot of things at the moment, so I'm going to take a time out to reflect on them, but I'll give you a call later on. That is 
perfect right that so, is what everyone needs to do right honestly. so the, the trick here get this you say I because it's not about them you're, mm-hmm. you're not saying you're saying this and this and this I need time away from you this is I need, I need time for myself yeah. and also it's not an endless amount of time it's not like I'll keep them in anxiety and I won't let them know when I'm going to contact them again it'll be like look I just need a few hours to let this sit with me yeah it's really just more of a when it's the time and the concept of time we're saying that I need I need to minimize my distractions yeah. I need I need to cease my external influences and I need to sit within me so uh, you know time in that sense you do that you're doing a lot more than some people are doing in a week. Right. Because a lot of people do not, they're just, they're, they're, they're going off on what's happening on the outside. I've got to do this. I've got to be here by this time. Through Throughout someone's, you know, tw- 24 hour, 12 hour day, they have not even spent an hour with themselves. Right. So, t- you know, time as a, as a concept means that the more time you spend within yourself, you're probably doing more than some people are doing throughout their whole day. Exactly. And then I think when you do that and you get actually really comfy with yourself, you also start to value yourself more and you actually start to instinctually put your needs first. And it could be like you put the phone call down and you sit there and you're, and sometimes it takes a, a while for me to clock it. And then suddenly like a, like a lightning bolt, oh my God, I'll go, oh my God, it's because they said that, that sentence, yeah. that's what got me. That's powerful. powerful. And then the subtext of that sentence is that they feel this about me or that's how I'm interpreting it and I'm freaking out. So with that information calmly, you can then re-engage and talk about what's made you feel not so good or what threw you off and then you know what a good partner will listen to you and they'll help to mitigate your fears and then you'll go oh right that was okay and at no point has any any plates or glass been smashed no one's yelled at anyone else no uh you cheater on the car outside exactly exactly but it comes but that will you'll get to that place if you first of all aren't aware of why you feel the way you feel mm-hmm. and then you feel that you're not allowed to feel the way you feel and you're just being crazy uh and you don't ever identify that something or try and t- stop and take a moment to actively communicate that yeah. to a person it's, it's the most powerful thing anyone can ever do it's to say you know what i'm gonna sit down with myself i'm going to understand this information this experience i'm going to take these lessons in and then i'm going to respond not react i'm going to respond to this right i love and that yeah because I, I feel like um again when you said that how you can communicate your feelings from a place of understanding means that that person has no control over that you now understand so um you know if the person in most places people react and what mm. happens is when a guy let's say for example then reacts back or responds to your reaction you then start questioning again he sees the weakness in that and takes control over the whole situation look you're acting like this because of so and so and so and so and so and so and then you're and like, he, tells sudden, you he tells you how you're feeling about you yeah you know and the person who can really you can trust who does that is the person who first understands how you're feeling and listens to how you're feeling. And then he changes, uh, alters his behavior in accordance with that. Right. That is the most powerful thing. It's one of the most powerful things a woman can do. It's one of the most powerful things a man can do. And this is why this whole coexistence is, is so relative today. But um, it's lacking. It's lacking. <laughs> it's lacking. And you know what? I wish someone had sat me down. Like, I keep going on about this maybe like 20 years ago or something. Mm. You know, just, you know, before I'd even, when I was like, still thinking boys would give me like knits or something. And said, look, girl. <laughs> I haven't heard that in ages. Knits. You remember that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, look at this hair. I, they love this hair. <laughs> yeah. yeah. When he sort of thought that, I would just think, sat me down and go, look, you know what? You, you're meant to exp- identify, your job is to identify how you feel and then to calmly and clearly communicate that 
in a non-blaming way to the other person, then the other person, if they're a good egg, are going to sit there. They will listen to you. They're not going to judge you for feeling how you feel. And they'll enter into a dialogue with you. And because you know what your needs and you feeling happy is important to them, they will adjust their behavior or reach a point of compromise with you. That yeah. is to be expected. Exactly. Not all this, oh, I don't think I can say this to him because what if it scares him off? What is my last chance? You're just blah, acting blah, on fear. Blah, blah. You're acting on fear. And that fear is going to turn into an insecurity. Something mm-hmm. that you're going to then make subconscious or unconscious. And then it's just going to live without, live through, live throughout, throughout you. Sorry. <laughs> live throughout you for, it, for a very long true, time. It's true. That's what you said, right? What was the expression you used of bleeding? Yeah, internal bleeding. bleeding. And it's yeah. that whole idea that, you know, I'm going to numb myself to this pain. I'm going to conceal it. I'm going to put a bandage over it and it will go away. But the whole away. idea is that by the time you pull it off, when you you feel ready to pull it off or it falls off, you're going to be like, oh my gosh, it's infected. There's so much more to do. Mm-hmm. And if you had dealt with it initially and understood it yourself and did what was necessary at the time, then you would have less work to do, which still means that there is still more to do. But the more and more you put it off, the more and more you choose to allow someone else to define how you feel um, and, and, you know, put things back into you, then by the time you reveal it to yourself, it's going to be a lot of work. And even that then propels you into ignoring right. it again. Exactly, because you're not going to have lost your sense of you and that's yeah. your anchor point. Yeah. So I think this is a badass time to ask my four questions that I ask to all guests yeah, always. <laughs> okay, so let's start with the love hack. What's a piece of advice you can give to the women that are listening about how they can approach love and relationships better? All right, so with, with what I do with my partner and, I've, and I have pretty much done with anyone I have been with is, I guess it's reflection. It's, it's sitting down with the idea of why... I'm with the person I'm with and why I fell for them in the first place. And um, I do that on a quite a regular basis. And sometimes they don't even know, but it can get a random message saying with a big smiley or a call. And I'm just so, I'm feeling so elated. And that's because I've now, my love that I have for them is self-sustained through me. So I don't wait for them to do something to refill my glass. That's a process I need to do. Mm. So I would sit down. I, you know, sometimes it's simply you can go through pictures and, yeah. and videos. Like how many screenshots of pictures do we take that we just don't go through anymore? So you know, again, that's that's a, that's like a, a, a you know part of this age of information we take too much. So I sit down and reflect. I slow time down and remind myself why I love that person. I remind myself the things that you know I admire and appreciate, and all of a sudden. I'm back at square one. So that is what's important. A lot of people I feel do this whole, oh, you know what? They're not stimulating me anymore. Mm-hmm. I can't love them. It's like what Lauren Hill said. Like, it's like as soon as they start stop stimulating us, we stop loving them. And that means, you know, that's the basis for conditional love. So to make it unconditional, you've got to take the reason why you love that person and basically recycle it recycle it add to it recycle it and be the source of self-sustainment of that love and that's what i do and then you know that's what i encourage others to do as well i think that's lovely and i think that's so true that um i think we're living in a terrible information age in some way where if someone isn't giving us everything we want and isn't doing this perfect we're looking for sometimes like this perfection and i don't think it really it's like a mirage it's an illusion yeah, you keep stumbling into it and you list you'll miss good people on the path it's crazy it's like it's almost like this 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 desire for perfection is almost like a reflection of our lack of perfection and that's very sad you know because anyone who is continuing their own development is not looking for perfection right so because they because if you if you understand the concept of further development and continuous development then you would never have an idea of perfection. So it's like this, it's almost like you were stagnant and now you have this idea of perfection because you lack a perception of perfection on yourself, basically. 
basically yeah. in yeah. short <laughs> <laughs> i got you okay life hack life hack life hack my, my my sole life hack is value so it's where you place your value um you can place it on money you can place it on all things materialistic i ch- choose to place it on time mm. um you might have heard me through this podcast i talk on slowing time down and I, I'm in control of that. I can slow time down based on how I value it and where I place that time, who I invest time with. So I feel like if you want to sort of get through life in the best way possible, you need to make sure your value is on the right thing. Because where your value is, is where you're going to go. It's simple as that. If, if we place value on money, we're going to chase money. If we place value on particular type of people, we're going to chase those particular type of people. If you place value on time, then you realize that you are the center of all time. Mm-hmm. So you then choose. All right, how I also do I think share time that? is just straight up the most important thing to value as well. Exactly. It's like it's like the limited resource, the limited resource of limited resources. Exactly, and you know, even through the whole when we talk about past attachment experiences, like at a time you invested within someone, you value if you you know time value it and take the lesson from that mm-hmm. time you had in that experience. Don't ever regret on experiences because they all have even the worst type of experiences there's something you can learn absolutely my favorite analogy that i made up this week for this worst type of experience thing it's like you're you're on a speeding train and the train is about to go off the edge of a cliff Mm -hmm. someone throws you off that train and you know what when you hit the ground it hurts and it sucks and you're rolling away and you're like i was on a beautiful journey i was riding that thing for two years (laughs) wink and then uh and then you look at it and you're like hang on a second I've just actually had fate, something's intervened here, or maybe I just didn't address issues for so long. So long that they've like, you know, they always say like, if you don't um, address something, then thunder comes, like you are forced to address it. And in that moment, it might be painful and difficult, but you're not on that track. You're not on that path anymore. And Mm. often that, if you take it in the right way, you can realign everything and suddenly find yourself in a much better place. Absolutely. So I'm going to go for like appropriately the romance question, something romantic that you've done or an experimental experience you've had or that someone's done for you. What's romance? (sighs) Okay. I did. I, okay. This is, this is the most romantic. I was even, I was speaking about it with my um, co-founder today, actually, because he went on this amazing date Mm -hmm. and um, we shared a very similar experience. So my partner now, one of the most romantic things that she we've ever done together or she's ever done is when after we met around the you know period of the first time the first time we met and I dropped her home she said to me what are you doing on Thursday now I know that doesn't sound romantic to a lot of people but to be fair through my experiences and especially being a man you always have this there's this expectation to mm. set the next date to mm-hmm. do this and that and I've um, I've been with um, a lot of girls who have basically had this expectation and you know as a man and the perception as what I thought a man was to do I, I went with that but then it did come to the point where I was thinking like you know what I'm doing so much but there's never anything that's coming back my way you know and it was very hard to sometimes ascertain a woman's efforts because they weren't really making the effort so we would go out we could have a great time but then if I ceased all my efforts, would your efforts level up? Would they compensate the lack of effort I'm making? And to be fair, that was never the case. A lot of people got too comfortable with the way I managed things. So for the simple fact that I've had one of the most amazing, I don't even call it a first date, but amazing times and experience with my current partner and we're dropping her off without even expecting it. And she was like, what are you doing 
this time. And what I like is how direct and open she was in yeah. her communication. It because was, I think yeah. no game playing. No, if you want someone, I say that. yeah, no, it's, there it's, no was, there's game. been no games. None. You and know? That is so and you know what she's attractive. got? She's a managed to attract a partner that's secure and that's open to building a great relationship yeah. with her. If someone's going to, if you're going to say, hey, what are you up to next week? And someone's going to be like, oh, this person's being really full on. Yeah. Uh-uh. I've, I've had that, you know. Yeah, you know, I might have uh, taken a number from someone, you know, and then. You know, I might text them, have you got home safe or whatever, and then call them the next day. I never believed in this whole, wait two weeks and then call them oh, later. Man, I'm no. like, hold on, I've, we've had a conversation or something, I want to continue this before we, we become strangers again. Right. But then, um, yeah, there are these expectations, and um, I think they're very debilitating. Yeah, because all that you're going to get then, if someone turns around and goes, wow, you're being really full on, basically you can, you can read, there's a little, read the subtext there which says, wow, I'm a bit afraid by intimacy and I'm not really up for the same kind of relationship that you are. So, and then you can go, right, see you later then. I'll take my Thursday night plans and you spend them more wisely. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's why I got to that being that person. And it was so um, liberating for me because, you know, if I realized that someone wasn't sort of leveling up with the efforts, then you know what? That's fine. Cool. I'm going to do my own thing. And then sometimes they come running back like, oh, you haven't messaged me or you don't call me anymore. I'm like, yeah, because, uh, you know, you don't value me. <laughs> it doesn't seem like you value your own time. So I'm kind of doing my own thing now right. um, and you've got to be there so I think one of the most attractive things was that there was no game playing she was she knew what she wanted and and, and then you get a man that respects you for that yeah. and that's the one you want yeah. Um, so, yeah that was the most romantic thing I love that really good example and then final question some kind of limiting belief or something you didn't think that was possible that could be true when you were younger but you've subsequently proved to yourself like hmm could it be about, it could be around work it could be around love. It could be around life. Generally, I've got so many of them from my attitude towards money to towards what I thought I could that achieve I didn't and believe. do. Um, this is a hard one for me because I, I, I feel like I was a very aware and conscious person at a very young age. And because of that, and I was always in the moment, one thing was like, I couldn't imagine being the man I am today. I, did, I guess maybe I didn't have the expectation of who I was going to become. I was very fluid with like what I was taking in. But... For example, in school, I never thought school was going to end. I just, you, you were there and I was, in, I was in an assembly. I was like, I, I just can't fathom life after this. I oh, couldn't wow. fathom what life would be like after this. Will it, is it going to come? You're because- such a present child compared <laughs> yeah. to me. I was already like planning five years into the future. I was like, well, what am I doing when I'm getting out of here? Feel, Only another year to go. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that balance would have been, um, would have been useful. But then I felt like because of that, there was, um, there was a lot more I did. And I guess it was always like the efforts I'd placed in, I couldn't see the fruits that were going to be, be, that were going to sort of grow mm. thereafter. And was it so much of a limit in belief for me? To an extent, because then what would happen, sometimes I would like stop something, not believing it could go somewhere. Um, and I guess even more recently, I've been really exercising and I understand the notion of you know, following your efforts and not your dreams. Mm-hmm. And for me, that is so powerful because I can really, in some way, predict the future and almost create the future mm-hmm. because I'm, I'm, I know the effects of what I do presently are going to have. So... Yeah, so I guess that was quite limiting for me not to be able to see past, like, over the fence, what's over there. But... You know what I also find as well? Sometimes you do stuff and you're like, why in the world did I do that? Like, oh, yeah, and then, exactly. and then mystically, like, three years later, that skill or that discipline or the patience or whatever you took from it suddenly becomes very, very, very useful. Mm-hmm. So even if you're stuck doing, at this present moment in time, something you're not loving uh, and you're, you know, consciously working on how to make your life better 
sometimes you'd be you'd be surprised that whether it's like the discipline and the patience to deal with life when it's not that fun or a little skill you will usually find that it has an application that surprises you later on so take the it positive is true, because you know every experience teaches you something and whatever you whatever you learn from it is going to be useful at some point if you choose to use it and you understand where you got it from true that so if you've liked what we've been saying which i hope you have because i think we've covered some interesting stuff um I, as you can also tell i'm a big believer in principle-based learning which is like we get your mind on the right track you look at things in the right way things become easier so if you're having a real head scratch at the moment about dating and love and you're like oh gosh i really just want to break the cycle i'd really encourage you to go to hayleyquinn.com forward slash real love which is n.com forward slash real love r-e-a-l-l-o-v-e and i've got five videos just waiting for you there they're totally free and they're just about re-educating you actually about new principles that you can approach love by and honestly when i worked this stuff out it was like someone screwed my head on the right way for the first time ever <laughs> it was like a revelation so you know do it participate if bear minute, it's so little effort as well so at least do that uh, and also i think that charles you've got some events and stuff coming up as well yes we do um with subjectivity we host a monthly show and this um subjectivity is a platform and it's used to make room for wider conversation so we have um, different topics every night is themed so we've had um, topics around relationships like relationships to rocky climb we've spoken about domestic violence we've opened the narrative towards dreams are you um, are we sleeping on our potential um, equality I mean the list is endless I think the one that you came to was the um, masculinity and femininity limit imitations of the past or imitations of the future and um, so we have a monthly show so if you wanted to learn more or you know visit one of our shows if you could follow us on facebook um instagram or twitter and it's at subjectivity uk um my own personal workshop which is going to be launching in june um you can find more information via rare underscore thoughts that's r-a-r-e underscore t-h-o-u-g-h-t-s I hope I spelled that right. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. you've got, I like it. You've got, you've got some badass memes going on on there as well. You actually awesome, put awesome. some really, really good yeah. content out. So anyway, ladies, it's been a, it's been a long one. We knew this was going to happen. We knew it was going to happen. We tried, but then we, we knew it and you, you, you just can't limit it sometimes. Right? No, I'm gonna, you know, I'm going to have to get Charles back someday. Um, and also, if you're a woman and you are a member of my online community, the Hayley Quinn Club, which again, you can find out easily at hayleyquinn.com forward slash women forward slash club. I do live events as as well as having a thriving online community i think i'm going to bring charles down because he's got some sense he's got some good words to say uh, my pleasure it's been really <laughs> good having you and until until next week um i'll be signing out remember to subscribe and share this podcast if you've loved it and i'll speak to you again in a week's time bye-bye bye-bye Thank you for listening to my podcast today. Uh, if you want to find out more about me, please head to hayleyquinn.com forward slash club where I have a free 30-day membership available for you to my exclusive subscribers club. You can also catch up with me on YouTube at HayleyQuinnXX, on Instagram as HayleyQuinnX, and on Twitter as plain old HayleyQuinn. Uh, I'd love to hear your feedback on the show. Please engage with me. Please reach out. And thank you again for your support. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 